It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas, Big 12 Media Days. John Cunningham uh, joining us. John, my favorite professor at Baylor, was named John Cunningham. So every time I see your name, I think I, I immediately think of him. But man, this is uh, this is fun to have you here. And, and uh, you know, Cincinnati. I'm sure you all have been checking these things out and may have even slid by last year to see kind of what was going on here. But now that it fully has happened, July 1st, what was that day like for you? And your whole office and everybody at Cincinnati—that kind of mile, all these milestones—but that July 1st when it became officially official. Yeah, it, it was so fun. Obviously, building up to that moment and all the success that we've had the last couple of years, and, and just really a celebration. I, I said the the city of Cincinnati, not just the school or the athletics department, but the city. The energy was palpable. You know, there's so much support in that city. We wear the city's name across our chest. So, um, you know, to be able to celebrate that on July 1st was absolutely awesome. We had a great day. Um, and uh, and then you know sort of that sobering moment of now we got to go you know now it's time now we got to compete but um, it was it was a lot of fun to to lead up to that moment and celebrate. All right, and you've done a lot to prepare for this day, and even that you know the be ready fund that you all put together that you spearheaded. I mean that was a, a hundred the one the day one ready hundred million dollar fund is that. Did you get to that pretty quickly? Are you still working toward that? How did you all, how, how's that thing going? Yeah, we've had record, record-breaking record fundraising the last two and a half years since really the announcement that we were going to go to the Big 12. And so I think that's just a, a indication that our fan base and our donors recognize the investment that you have to make. And, and some of the things that we had to do to get ready, to be day one ready, um, that was actually a term that we came up with on our flight home from, from Dallas when we found out that we were going to be invited in the Big 12. Um, somebody on that plane said we need to be day one ready and so we just used that and, and built a campaign around it uh, we've got a, a, a 85 million dollar facility 100 million dollar facility that we're building right now which is an indoor and a performance center for football things that um, a lot of the big school 12 schools already have in place and so we needed to we needed to kind of move quickly to catch up so we we have been and and uh, we think we're going to be day one ready did you have when you used to be at Syracuse in Minnesota? I mean, Syracuse plays indoors. Did you have like those indoor? You had to have them, didn't you, to even <laughs> yeah, get through the season? It, it's certainly a staple of college football. You got to have an indoor. Um, and at Cincinnati, what they did when Brian Kelly was there, they did not have an indoor. I think they were one of only two programs in the country, uh, uh, you know, F- FBS programs that didn't have one. And so they built a bubble. And so we had a temporary bubble that went up and down. And it served its purpose, um, but we needed a permanent indoor, and that's what we were fundraising around and, and for. And so it's going to be uh, state-of-the-art, top level, and it's going to be right next to uh, our football stadium and in a great location, and we can't be more excited about that. Now you could have done this easier. Uh, the um, COVID was going on when you kind of took over there. Um, <clears throat> you've had to make two big hires, well, three, women's basketball as well. I mean, this is this has probably been a pretty interesting, hectic, exciting run, but it's just probably like every time you think you get one thing, you know, taken care of, something else jumps up, and y'all had an unprecedented run in football. I would say that had to be an interesting 
you know, a couple of weeks there making those decisions. The, the ups and downs of since I took over in, in uh, 2020, January 2020, have just been remarkable. I mean, you never think that you're going to go through a pandemic and not sell a single football or basketball ticket for uh-huh. an entire year. Uh, you don't necessarily think that you're going to make a, a men's basketball, women's basketball, and football coaching hire <laughs> in that time and just made a baseball hire. So, um, But we've we've had tremendous success and so much fun. You know, we had went to the Peach Bowl, played Georgia, um, then come back in an undefeated season the next year and go to the Cotton Bowl, first first uh, non-Power 5 team to, to crack that code and get into the playoffs um, and play Alabama in the in the facility that we're in right now. Um, it was just, you know, an incredible run and in, in some of the best times that we've ever had with, with the mix of, of some of the most challenging times. John Cunningham, Cincinnati uh, Director of Athletics, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. What about the football program? I mean, do you feel like with y'all going to the playoff? I would think from a recruiting standpoint, you're already there in a lot of ways. What What have you had to think about other than facilities to kind of ramp things up for the Big 12? Because it is that weekly headache. I mean, y'all have had some great competition, but there were occasional off weeks or or maybe open spots, there's there's really not that opportunity anymore. What have you done sort of on the field, you'd think, to be ready for this moment? Well, obviously made a coaching change uh, um, when, when Luke went to um, Wisconsin and we brought in Scott Satterfield. Um, and, and one of the things about him is that he took – App State from an FCS program to an FBS program and won championships at App State. Then he goes to Louisville, and, and that team that he took over had previously won zero ACC games, and then he takes them to three bowl games in four years. And so he's got that um, he, he's got that mentality that, that we're just going to handle this, we're going to build it, we're going to build it the right way, we're going to recruit at a high level. Um, and, and so, you know, those are some of the things that we've done. And then obviously just, just building around – the program in terms of uh, making sure that we're giving him everything he needs to recruit at the very highest level because you need you need top-level players, you need pros on the field to compete in the Big 12, and I think we all recognize that. All right. Um, now, what should we do when we come out to Cincinnati, the Baylor fans? Do you have any Baptist churches um, in the area? <laughs> we have to establish some places to worship there. Um, I've eaten there on the river. What's the famous ribs place when the cowboys i was covering the cowboys when they would come play the bingles um there's some famous rib place there and then of course skyline chili but we need to get beyond the tourist type places yeah i think we got it we've got a few baptist churches they're usually covered by some catholic churches so you're gonna have to kind of like <laughs> dig in and find them but they're there so you'll be good there mm. and then um on the banks it's called the banks we've got a lot of things going on down ter- down there it's where the Bengals play it's where the uh, where the Reds play. It's a great area to hang out, have some fun. Um, you've got to hit Skyline Chili. So yeah. that, you know, it's the spaghetti with the chili on top, and um, you got to do that. That's a staple. Yeah. Um, Grater's Ice Cream is another one that, that uh, people always talk about, so you got you got to make sure that you do that. But um, um, it, it's a great spot. It's a great city. It's a very manageable city. Uh, you can get around easily, stay downtown, hang out in the banks, and then go watch uh, Baylor play Cincinnati. And, and Nippert Stadium is really fun. Right in the middle of campus, an old um, one of the oldest stadiums in the country with with a lot of history. I wish y'all could have brought some skyline chili. I don't know if it totally holds up, um, you know, in trying to, to transportation wise. Basketball with um, with West Miller there. I you know that's been such a great program, and it's in y'all's DNA to be great at basketball. And I know you were trying to get it back in that direction. 
I saw him with Scott Drew, in fact, in an interview recently, and I thought, okay, I mean, you know, you could kind of tell the energy, all that. Where is the program headed? What did you think about, like, what Cincinnati did in the portal? I mean, this is a crazy time in college basketball. We're now in truly like a free agency period, and it's happening. doesn't matter how good you are or how bad you are. You're seeing teams have huge turnover in the offseason. Yeah, it's, it's free agency with no salary cap every year, you know, if you think about that. That's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of the world that they operate in a little bit. Um, but but Wes, Wes is a tremendous coach, tremendous motivator, so focused on getting us back to where we've been. You know, his, his, um, his lineage is from North Carolina and, and uh, Coach Williams at North Carolina and just the success that they have had. And, and so that's what he's all about. He's a young, he's a younger coach, but he's been a head coach for 10 years before he took over Cincinnati. Um, and you know, he's got the program going the right way. I was down there uh, watching practice the other day, and we look like we're a Big 12 ready team right now in terms of the talent and, and the size of the players and, and those types of things. So um, I really, I, I believe in what he's doing and, and where he's going. Um, you got to have things break your way. It's going to be murderer's row in the Big 12, man. That is an unbelievable basketball conference. Uh, but our fan base will be absolutely um, stoked to have those teams come in to Fifth Third Arena, and um, it'll be just a great atmosphere um, coming up to Cincinnati and then obviously going to all the other places. It gets a little loud in that place. I mean, because, you know, Baylor's going to a new arena, and we're downsizing to go down to, I don't know, 7,500 or 8,000 to make it. A more intimate experience. I've been to a lot of places. Uh, haven't been to a lot of different conferences. It's it's one of the loudest that I've ever been a part of. Um, it's 12,012, which is the number. Oscar Robertson's number was 12, so we have 12,012 seats, and uh, we really do pack it. I mean, it, what's what's really it, it's a it's a basketball town. There's so much good uh, football, obviously in Ohio, but it's a basketball town with that rivalry that we have with Xavier, um, and the, the tradition that we've had in basketball in the Final Fours and the national championships in the 60s, and so. Um, it, it, it's just a, a great spot, and if you're a college basketball fan, you've got to make your way to Cincinnati and uh, check out on at Fifth Third Arena. Okay. Well, just tell Brett Yormark if you want Xavier in the conference. I mean, he could probably he, he makes things happen pretty quickly. <laughs> he's a deal maker. I'm yeah. not sure that's the right fit, but he's a deal maker. <laughs> that's right. By the way, when you were at TCU. I think you were doing some compliance work, right? Or you were kind of head of that department. I was. Um, Things have changed a little bit in that area. Are you kind of glad you're not? That's not. I mean, you have to be over all that. But that that guy that with NIL and everything else, that that job has changed a lot. Yeah, it's completely changed, and they're still working hard, but just on a lot of different types of issues. And you know, we used to focus in on those little extra benefit violations, and and certainly <laughs> that's not where the focus is anymore. Um, but they're they're great people in that industry. I was really um, happy to grow up. Uh, in, in college athletics through compliance because you got to work with all the different sports and really got to got to see the whole breadth of, of what a uh, department was and you know I was I was brought in by uh, uh, Danny Morrison who was the AD mm-hmm. at TCU and then Chris Del Conte came on board um, at TCU and I've just had great mentors along the way and then those are two of them that that I had when I was there. Do you remember TCU entering the Big 12? And, and kind of, were you, I guess you were there when that happened? Okay. I, I just left. I had actually, you know, so we, we were in the Mountain West. We were that school that was just trying to crack yeah. the code, crack uh-huh. the code, and, and then uh, very similar to what Cincinnati's been going through. 
I leave to go to Boise State, which became that school that's trying to crack the code, and then six months later they get in the Big 12. So I'm not sure uh, what what that says about me, but I had a lot of people ask me why you left. I said I didn't know, uh, but but um, but Boise was awesome. But um, yeah, it, it you know it, there's so many similarities between TCU and Cincinnati and those schools that are just investing and investing and investing with the hope that someday. Um, they get the invite, and so to get the invite into the Big 12 was, has just been awesome. Which of these ADs or presidents have you, you are a pretty tight community across the country, but have been maybe the most helpful or people that you've known the longest in this conference that you can say, man, this has been extremely helpful being able to call this person. You don't have to say Mac, even though this is the Baylor flagship, but who in the conference has, has been like that for you? Uh, you know, I will say Mac. He's certainly a leader in that room. When we get in the room, with, of athletic directors, uh, people people really respect what what he's been able to do and just his thought process and how he approaches college athletics. Uh, Jamie Pollard, same way. You know, he's been there at Iowa State for a long time. Just a really um, smart, um, thoughtful person. Um, you know, I've gotten to know Travis Goff at Kansas uh, well, and, and and Chad at, at Oklahoma State, and, and those really across the board. I'm not I'm not just saying this across the board. Just tremendous people, tremendous leaders. Um, and so can't tell you how excited I am as, as a younger AD to learn from, from them and, and grow. All right. Well, Jeremiah Dickey, by the way, is at Boise State now as AD, and he's a great friend of mine, a great friend of, you know, the whole Baylor scene. So I've gotten to is. know Jeremiah a little bit. He's a, he's a great individual as well and, and doing great things up at Boise State. They really like him up there. Yeah. So. But like you said, it's, it is funny when you see all this excitement. You're like, wait, I left that, you know. But anyway, he'll do a great job up there, and they'll be knocking on the door. Can we come in, you know, to the conference and all that kind of thing? Listen, we can't wait to come to Cincinnati, experience all that. I do love that. I've had buddies who covered for, I don't know if it was Inquirer or The Post, but that Xavier, and, and sadly with what's going on with Huggins, though, but all that stuff, those are storied rivalries, and you're right. There, there's something about basketball in that town, in that part of the country, with Kentucky, the whole thing. It's just unreal. Yeah, no no question. It's It's got a basketball feel to it. Um, Along with baseball and the Reds, and then and then of course all the football stuff. But I'm yeah. I'm excited to get down to Baylor. I'm going to make sure I get to West and get some kolaches. That's what I have to do Ooh. when I when I go down to uh, yeah. the neck of the woods. I always I always take that trip. That was my trip mm-hmm. from uh, Fort Worth to Waco. So um, I. I'm big on that one. The jalapeno sausage, or do you like the fruit-filled kolaches, or which way do you go on that? Yeah, 100% jalapeno sausage. I grew up with uh, fruit-filled in Nebraska. Okay. I grew up in Nebraska, and I had no idea that you could do anything else with a kolache. So when I got when I got the jalapeno sausage, that that uh, that hit home with me. So that's where I go. <laughs> I like it. That's a good place to end on the uh, kolaches. Appreciate it, John Cunningham. Really uh, appreciate the time and. Uh, um, man, congratulations on Cincinnati coming in. Great sport coat, by the way. Um, my goodness, you're you're in the uh, the uh, BYU AD. Tom had a gorgeous sport coat, so I thought I would comment on that as I'm just well. Just trying to live up to what Mac does. So Mac oh, Mac's yeah. got some style and some swag. Oh, so no, I'm just that, trying to that, live well, up. Harry has hanging down. We need yeah, to we yeah. need to work on His that. His shoe game is better than anybody in our conference. <laughs> so always looking at Mac's shoes. Take care. Great Thanks, to be with John. You. Okay. okay, there he goes, uh, John Cunningham. With uh, with Cincinnati, the athletic director joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Campus Confidential, coming up next.